Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Episode 117, Responding to the Home Inspection. As the real estate market slowly begins to inch back into the buyer's favor, inspections are once again becoming more common in the real estate transaction. Today, we talk about some things the seller needs to consider when responding to the buyer's requested repair items due to the inspections that were completed on the home. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here is your real estate advisor with all the answers, Mr. Jason Wilcox. Thank you, Lou. How are you doing today? Just fantastic. I, uh, I'm enjoying this bright, beautiful, sunny, gorgeous weather that we're enjoying today. Like we were talking about off air and by sunny and gorgeous, I mean, overclassed, rainy, cloudy, humid. humid I'm, cool. Yeah, I'm sweating if I walk outside for more than 30 seconds. I know <laughs> like, it's going to go for a run this morning. I'm like, now nah, I go to the gym later because he gym be air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, welcome to Cannonsburg at the end of July. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the good news is like the most of the summer hasn't been like that. We've had like, yeah, we've had some uh, periods where like the humidity was, look, if you live in San Francisco or Nevada, when I like to you guys, it would still be really high. But for Cannonsburg, right. like when it gets around 50% humidity, like that's mm-hmm. like kind of like, Eh, like yeah. kind of like totally doable or, 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 you know, that's like low humidity for us. And yeah. so we had some like warm weather without as much humidity uh, for uh, a, a, a couple different periods this summer so far. So it wasn't too bad. We can't complain too much. We can't. And the other thing I've also noticed too, and I've said this for years, um, I think I first learned this when I didn't have air conditioning in the house. It also really helps that, yeah, it sucks if it gets to be 85, 88, 90 degrees during the height of the day. But we've also been blessed that a lot of days, you know, the overnight low has been 65 68 70 so when that happens even down to the 50s at times yeah yeah that 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 reprieve can kind of okay your air conditioner can shut down and not have to run 24 7 that has a lot to do with it too that helps if you can get you know the humidity and the temperature down overnight to kind of reset before next day's scorching heat so no i agree with you it's actually been relatively mild this summer yeah, it wasn't knock on wood that it stays that way <laughs> so um we are talking about the home inspection yes and uh, so so i know for a little while we hit you were saying that some a lot of people were sort of like ah forgetting f- forgoing it because the, the market was so light there wasn't a lot of homes so people were like you know the old expression beggars can't be choosers but yep. now people like have some more options so they're going to be requesting these a little bit more right Yes. And, and that's kind of where I w- wanted to start off with this. I want everyone to to not panic, uh, especially sellers. It is still very much a seller's market. Um, if you've been watching the news and watching the trends and watching what people have been putting out there, um, it is still very much a seller's market. However, the, the, the craze has kind of calmed down and I don't want to get into, uh, I, I don't want to digress into all the reasons we might actually do a, another podcast like that in the near future. But for today, just know that it is still somewhat a seller. It is still a seller's market, but it has somewhat calmed down a little bit. And what that has allowed is it has allowed for buyers who 
are a little bit more reasonable in their offers, um, they're getting accepted. Um, you know, for the longest time, we were having people bid 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, a hundred thousand dollars over asking price, waiving all the contingencies. hundred thousand dollars. I'm asking 30,000. I'll give you 130. I exactly. I got more uh, money than brains. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be that person, by the way. I want to be that person that has more money than brains. Anyways, um, so yeah, so it was it was really getting wild. You know, people waving all the contingencies, people paying all cash, and so you know what I was hearing so often was, "Hey, my conventional five percent down, who offered maybe five thousand dollars over asking price, but still wanted a couple of inspections in any other market would have been a phenomenal." offer, you know, in a, you know, in a normal market, if you were getting 5,000 over, had a conventional buyer, maybe they were putting five to 10% down, wanted to get their home, pest rate on inspections, maybe do a camera test. These were normal requests in right. normal times. We're starting to see that again. And I know for me personally, I've, I've said this a million times, a lot of these episodes are geared to kind of just what's going on in my business right now. I've actually dealt with um, three different clients uh, in the last couple of weeks, two on the buyer side, one on the seller side where we're back into inspections and it's kind of like getting back into okay having the conversations with buyers having the conversations with sellers what to expect over home inspections and i thought you know what we've done a podcast episode in the in the past about you know preparing buyers mindsets for how to handle inspections and i thought you know what because it was such a crazy seller's market and for the longest time people were waiving inspections, let's talk a little bit about what the sellers should expect when it comes to the home inspection process. Because again, right. still a seller's market, but one of the things you may have to deal with now is a home inspection contingency. So let's talk about what to expect. Okay. So let's just to kind of give a sort of overview of what the uh, inspection contingency is. Yes. So just real briefly, before we get into how to respond to the inspection um, that is done on your home, let's talk a little bit about what the inspection, inspection contingency looks like. So if you have a buyer that wants to have inspections done on the house, there are three periods you need to be aware of. The first is what we call the contingency period. That is the time allotted in the sales contract that the, the buyer has to order their inspections, get them done, get the reports back, and get the um, get their requests, if there's any requested okay. repair items that they want to have addressed, they need to get that to you. I believe the sales contract allows 10 days for this. Um, and then the eight, the, the buyer's agent can adjust that. I usually make mine 15 just to give my buyers a couple of extra days. But that in, uh, contingency period is going to be about 10 to 15 days. And again, a buyer has to do everything order the inspections, get them done, get the reports back and figure out what they're going to ask for. Um, okay. Once that is done, we then move into the negotiation period. The negotiation period is exactly what you think it is. Once the seller in the contingency period has sent over their requested items, it's called a buyer's reply to the inspection, very creatively named. <laughs> when the buyer sent over the buyer's reply to the inspection, we have five days to negotiate any requested repair items. Um, it's 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 five days in the sales contract. Um, I don't know of any agent that's ever changed that. Uh, like I said, everything's negotiable in the, in the real estate transaction, but five days is kind of the standard. I don't know that I've ever seen anything 
more or less than five days. Uh, you have five days uh, or whatever the allotted period is to negotiate. After that negotiation period, you then use you move into a post-negotiation period. Uh, the sales contract allots two days. I've seen two to three, usually no more than that. The post-negotiation period is actually I call it the post-negotiation period. There's no formal name for it. It's the time period after the negotiation period where if you've not been able to come to an amicable resolution that both sides agree on, the buyer has that time, two, three days, whatever it is, in the post-negotiation period to determine whether or not they still want to move forward with purchasing the house. Um, Yeah, the very short version is I've dealt with buyers who are like, hey, let's ask for A, B, and C. And if we get it, great. And if not, no worries. We're just trying to see if maybe we can get a little bit more out of the seller. I've had other times where buyers are like, no, this is a deal breaker. I want want this or else I'm not buying the house. So you have that post-negotiation period where you can determine if you still want to purchase the house or not. Gotcha. So of course- it might seem obvious, but the spot, the, the, the seller can respond with the, with the two answers, either no or yes. Exactly. Exactly. So, so no means no. <laughs> I was like, exactly. no, or just not. Yeah. So let's now focus specifically on the negotiation period. So when you get the reply back from the buyers about the request to repair items, and they could be anything from, you know, I've had leaky, you know, faucets and leaky pipes that just need to be addressed. And you got to get a plumber in there just to make a couple tweaks. I've seen credits for big things like wall anchors and stuff like that. I've, I've seen the whole gamut of stuff. Okay. Um, basically the buyer, the sellers can respond in one, two ways. No or yes, it's pretty right. straightforward. So no is pretty obvious. If you're not going to do anything, you're not going to do anything. And again, if you say no, then we go back to the post-negotiation period where the buyer just has to decide if they still want to buy the house or not. As far as the yes goes, and this is what I always like to stress to buyers because a lot, of, or I'm sorry, to sellers, because I don't know that sellers are aware of this. When you say yes to inspection repairs you actually can say yes in three different ways oh my Ooh, you have options <laughs> option number one is you could do the repair work uh you know i, I the one that pops in my head a couple months ago i had a seller that had some, I requested some items the buyer had requested some items like some minor plumbing items and it literally took a plumber three or four hours to take care of like the four or five things they were requesting. So the sellers were like, yeah, not a problem. We'll take care of it. The second is that you can offer a seller credit. Um, If there's space in the transaction, um, you can offer it in the form of seller assist. If you don't know what seller assist is, we did an episode on that, I think probably a year and a half ago at this point. So go back and listen to that one because that's a good one. Or you can offer a reduction in the price. Um, And what I will tell you is this, my personal recommendation for my clients, this is just my personal recommendation, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, If there's space for it, uh, sellers, I always recommend offering a seller credit in the form of seller assist if you've got the space. I'll tell you why. Number one, with how far out a lot of contractors are right now, sometimes if you're trying to wrap up inspections and and close three weeks later, you may not have time to get that contractor out there because if 
Yeah, if they're and, and Lou, I know you could speak to this because I know in in your in your shop, you know, you're a couple of weeks out with repairs on cars, just yeah. getting parts and you know, with just the backlog of everything. I think you could probably speak to that, can't you? Yeah, I mean it's you know, there's just especially right now, uh in the time in history we're in, um there's a, on top of that, there's uh labor issues. Um yep. d- despite what the T V tells you. Um so um TV lies. What? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So you have to have um, some time or, you know, then or just credit. Say you guys go get it done. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know, I can't like we can't get somebody. You only have what? So we're waiting. Right. So what is it? What's that? The 30 night? What is a 30, 60 day window there that they got? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. So that, that, that that's a great, uh, great point that you bring up, Lou. It, you know, for sellers, if you're going to complete the work uh, and, and I should start with this when we talk about the contingency periods from earlier, you're only agreeing to get work done in um, during that time period. You don't actually have to have it done. You will negotiate how uh, quickly the work needs to be done. Usually my recommendation is you have to have it completed within a couple of days to a week prior to closing. So it, it, you know, the work has to be done prior to closing. So yeah, you're right. Just making up random numbers. Let's say you're in, uh, negotiations right now for a house that you're scheduled to close on the third week of August. Okay. If if you're negotiating today and you're closing the third week of August, you probably have to have that work done by the second week of August, yeah. which is about two and a half weeks. And if those people are not readily available, yeah, because if you agree to do the work, you have to have it completed prior to closing, yeah. whenever closing is. And usually you can't be we like, recommend- oh, we'll come back next year and take care. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and the reason why you have to get it done a couple of days before is because you want buyers to be able to get in, review the work to make sure they're happy with it, which is another reason why I recommend the seller assist, because I find it is just easier, safer and more convenient for all parties involved if the buyer hires their own people to do the work after closing, because that way. They get to talk to the contractors directly. They get the warranties put in their name. And more importantly, I have said this to a lot of buyers as well, too. Buyers, don't forget that you're only requesting safety concerns off the home inspection. You are not requesting upgrades, updates, if, updates. If something works, you're not asking for an update or upgrade. I don't care if the hot water tank is 25 years old. If it's still working, it's still working. With that said, what some buyers will do, and I fully support this, let's say you negotiate a credit for $1,000 for some, some heavy-duty plumbing work, but you want some updated plumbing work done on top of that. That, let's say that total bill comes to $2,000. Take the $1,000 yeah, credit from right. the seller, but then do all the plumbing work so you get the updates and the upgrades that you want. But you need to do that on your own time. Yeah, so, but you still get that, you get that offset. Exactly, 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 exactly. So I I recommend seller credit and here's why. The other option is you can offer a reduction in in the sales price. The reason I don't recommend the reduction in the sales price is this, unless a buyer is paying cash, they're not gonna feel the the difference. I'll give you an example. Let's say your monthly mortgage payment is $1,500 a month. I'm just making up numbers. Per thousand dollars in the reduction of the sales price, you're only dropping your monthly mortgage payment by about four to five dollars. So if you offer, let's say, a five thousand dollar credit for some heavy duty wall anchoring work on the property, by offering that five thousand dollar reduction in the sales price, four to five per thousand, 
times five, that's 20 to $25 a month, your mortgage payment's gonna go down. You're not gonna really feel that. Whereas if you give them the seller assist, that is now $5,000 less they have to bring to closing. So they feel like, okay, instead of bringing that 5,000, that chunk of $5,000 of money to the closing, I could put that towards the work and it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. 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 It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the other, the other um, reduction in sales price um, is that per thousand your 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 closing cost is only going down by a couple of dollars per yeah. thousand you know so if you could drop five thousand dollars down the sales price it's probably only going to be like a couple hundred bucks less that you're going to have to bring based on the the amount of down payment that you have to put down um right. and, and so again you don't feel it that way either so again the reduction in sales price really is only going to be a consideration if they're paying cash now if they're paying cash for the house you, you don't have seller assist to offer because they're bringing cash uh, because seller assist. And then that makes sense to offer that. Yes. And that makes sense. To offer the discount yes. on the price yes. because right. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. 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 So with that said, those are kind of your options that you have now, believe it or not, that's not even the meat and potatoes of what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Let's get into talking about how, the seller should go about responding to the uh, reply to the inspection. And Lou, I'm very excited to talk to you about this because as I've said so often, one of the things I love about this podcast is by having me host it, being the real estate, you know, expert and having somebody that's not in the real estate field, I'm always loving to bounce my ideas off of you because if, it makes sense to you and you understand where I'm coming from, not spending day to day in the real estate market. Then it, it, I know what I'm saying makes sense. Right. But if you're like, no, dude, that's whack. Then I know, okay, maybe I need to reach <laughs> Back to my the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So here is what, okay. A couple of questions you need to ask when it yourself, when it comes to um, replying to what the buyers are asking for. Now, let me start with this sellers. I know your initial reaction. Your initial reaction is going to be, there's this horse crap. I've lived here for 35 years and and there's nothing wrong with this house. And I can't believe this home inspector is incompetent, blah, blah, blah. And I don't agree with, listen, that's every seller ever. Every It's like finding out when you send your child to school and they're not perfect and you have that parent-teacher conference and you're shocked to find out your child's somewhat of a little shit and that they're not the perfect angel you think they are. Uh, it, It stings for a second. It stings for a second. So once you get that report, once you read what they're asking for, calm down, take a breath. No house is perfect. It's okay. We will work through this. So there are three main questions that I want you to ask yourself when you get this reply to the inspection. Number one is how much is the buyer asking to be completed? And well, let me, let me go through all questions and then I'll, I'll kind of lump this all into one. How much is the buyer asking to be completed? You know, if it's only one or two items, that's really not a whole lot. A couple link, li, 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 a leaky sink, yes. you know, a couple little things. Yeah, here. Yeah. Yes. What are the costs associated with the repairs being requested? So what's the cost? If they're asking for 20 things, but it's $500 worth of repairs, Eh, maybe worth considering. Yeah. And what isn't being asked to be completed prior to closing? That's the big one. So with all three of those questions, you know, how much is the buyer asking to be completed? What are the costs associated with the repairs? And what isn't the buyer asked 
asking for. One of the things that I think a lot of sellers worry about is, you know, we get a, we get a repair sheet of like maybe four or five things and they go, well, I want to negotiate. I don't want to roll over and just give the buyer everything they're asking for. Well, okay. Time out. I understand you don't want to roll over and just give them everything, but take a look at, are they asking for five things? Because I guarantee you, if I look at that home inspection report, I'm going to find about 30 things that need to be addressed, fixed, or repaired. One of the things that I think you have to remember, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, is if they're only asking for five things, are there another 25 things that they aren't asking for? So you have to factor that into your response, because a lot of times I think sellers want to go back and forth and negotiate, and you have that right. I'm not disclaiming that right, but just kind of keep in mind what they aren't asking for, because a lot of times there's a lot more that they're not asking for. Obviously, cost is associated with it. Like I said, I've, I've seen many, many um, replies, and I actually try to do this with my own buyers. Yeah, we might ask for four or five things, but if each item is $200, you know, we're really asking for $500 to $1,000 worth of work. It's not like we're asking In for the whole house world, to be In today's world, $1,000 is peanuts. On, when yes. We're talking about uh, home repairs and stuff like that. It's like nothing. Would you? Hey. And what's the ballpark on that bathroom you just had put in? Uh, eleven thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven grand. Eleven grand. So, yeah. You know. it, 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 exactly. And, and, and trust me, that was a modest bathroom. <laughs> that was on a. That was on a. That was on a hundred or two hundred thousand. You didn't house. put in a hot tub and everything. <laughs> no, I should have. I should have. I should have told Nick. I just wanted just a hot tub. Like that's like there was just enough space in that bathroom for just a hot tub and nothing else. <laughs> that would all be in there. But uh, well, of course. So you have to be. You have to kind of put it in perspective. In, in right. perspective. Yeah. Right. Right. And then, of course, you know, if these are true safety concerns, they are something to really consider. Like if, you know, if you have, you know, active pests around your house, if the radon levels are high, if you have leaking pipes, um, if you have uh, one of the ones I've seen uh, come up many, many times is um there will be the wrong circuit breaker um, for, for a particular appliance, maybe Maybe and I'm making numbers up. So if you're an electrician, don't don't shoot the the guy that doesn't know what he's talking about. Let let's say it's a it's a you know 50 amp breaker going into a 30 amp you know spot on your on your on your circuit breaker. You know that's an issue that needs to be addressed. Those are those are major safety concerns because if you don't have things wired the right way, electricity yeah, wise, yeah. if you've got leaky pipes, these are small issues that could turn into bigger issues. You don't want to ignore them because let's nip it in the bud now. Now, yes, if you get if you get a, a buyer's reply to the inspection back and there's fifty thousand dollars worth of requests, okay, we're we're gonna have a conversation here. We're gonna have a major conversation. Well, then, like if there's that much and the house is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, then like maybe they just should look, be looking at a different house. <laughs> right, right. Well, well, and, and I have had that conversation with buyers like, before, like, which is you know, um, you know, I I have said, hey, look, we are buying this house for one hundred twenty five thousand. You are getting a hundred twenty five thousand dollar house. Keep in mind that unfortunately this is not 1968 anymore 125,000 doesn't get you what it used to so yeah I, I, I agreed on that one so you just have to take it in 
um, in stride. And sellers, what I want to stress is if you offer everything that a, that a buyer is requesting on a home inspection, don't feel like you're rolling over because in theory, you're not. You may be giving them everything they requested, but I guarantee you, if you look at that report long enough, you're not going to be giving them everything that needs to be done. Many a times if the buyer's agent has done their job the right way, they have been able to whittle through and get them to respond to the inspection in a way that they're not asking for everything. They're just asking for the most prominent things. So do keep that in mind couple, when you couple, are reviewing the, the reports and reviewing the reply to the inspection. A couple things you want to keep in mind as well is you've been living in that house for a long time. Okay. This, it, it, any house that's been being lived in for a long time and being stuff's being used, you know, it's not going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you're going to whack the wall with your, you know, briefcase coming home. You're going to, you know what I mean? There's all kinds of stuff. Silly stuff's going to happen that you don't even think about. Um, you, you know, that's, that sink's been dripping for a year and you haven't really paid attention to it. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's going to be tons of like, unless you're a real estate investor and you, you just remodeled the house and you are flipping it or something like that. Yep. You're just going to, you, you just, you should just take this as a given that, that probably people are going to want a couple of things addressed you know yep. and just kind of like get your mind that like that and, th and that's going to be okay and we'll just cross that bridge and if they want too much then you say i'm sorry like this is just not the, the, the deal's just not going to really be a thing so we're going to have to move on <laughs> yeah if it's a, let me put it to you this way you know and, and again take this with a grain of salt but if they're asking for a couple things or if they're asking for you know, a, a couple of bucks off, you know, know that that is reasonable and that is normal. Now, again, if you start getting into larger sums of money, 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 worth of work, that's a different story. And, and people um, like that. People like to haggle too. You know what I mean? It's just like, this is like, this is like, this is like, I think this is a cultural thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody wants to like, you know, take the asking price. We got to say, can we get a little bit, you know, and they go back and forth and, and you got to justify your haggle, right? Well, you yeah. know, that, 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 uh, you know, that plumbing in that kitchen's kind of old there. And like, you know, so yeah. you're like, you know, it, this is just part of the dance, right, Jason, yes. that you do. So you can't yes. allow yourself to get your shorts in a bunch over somebody coming back at you yeah. with stuff. Yeah, exactly. Now, one caveat to that is where you can get your panties in a bunch, uh, and I will get my panties in a bunch too, is that if the buyer is asking for aesthetic stuff, then you can get your panties in a bunch. Because I tell my all my buyers, I don't care if you like the if you don't like the azaleas in the front yard, you can rip them up after that, yeah, closing. Yeah, that or I don't like the color. Yes. I don't like the color he painted the be that bedroom yes, or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's silly. That's, you can yeah. go tell them to pound salt or any other four. Yeah, I mean, all this, all the stuffs are working. The house is not leaking. It's all you know what I mean. Like that's the yeah. main main things that we want: safe, etc. Yes, yeah. safe safety concerns, concerns that could cause major problems to the house. Agreed, agreed. So, so what happens if the buyer terminates over the inspections? Here's the big point that I want to drive home. The big point is this: sellers. I know you might be upset over what the buyer is asking you to do prior to closing or asking in terms of a, of a seller assist or you know a reduction in the price sales price. If the buyer terminates, you have a legal obligation to update your seller disclosure because the seller disclosure says I need to uh, disclose everything I know about the property. Now that you have this home inspection report in your hand, you now have more information about the property. And I don't care if you don't like this rule. I don't care if you agree with it. The law is 
sellers have a legal obligation to disclose what they know about the property. And so if you have a buyer that walks away, you now have to disclose the fireplace that is not properly lined and the, 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 the creepy crawly insects that are, that are crawling around the house and the leaky, this and the, and the, the short circuit. Right, 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 right. And I will tell you when a property comes back on the market, any realtor that has been in this business for more than about 97 seconds okay. is going to go, oh, hey, I have a buyer that's interested in this property. I saw it came back out into the market. Why did it come back out into the market? And your agent who has a legal obligation to treat the other side honestly and treat them and, and deal with them in good faith is going to have to say, oh, it terminated over the inspections. And that's going to lead the agent to ask, well, copy what of the home inspection report. Yeah. yeah, what came up with it? What's wrong with it? Is the seller being difficult repairs? And guess what? They're going to see that in the same exact inspection report. And then they're going to want the same exact things done. So you can't outrun your problems. <laughs> It's going to it's it's going to follow you anyways. Now, a caveat to that is that if you have a buyer that gets cold feet after the home inspection and terminates on their own accord without even negotiating, that's a different story. That's a different beast. I will tell you this much. When a termination happens over a buyer for whatever reason and the seller never had the chance to negotiate or fix the problem or whatever that does not reflect poorly on the seller i have had situations where the buyer terminates over the inspection because they get cold feet they don't understand what it means to be a homeowner and i go back out of the market and um you know it, it terminated over inspections the first thing that usually an agent will ask is well did the buyer get cold feet and it was like yes and they go did they even have a chance to negotiate and we say no they go okay Okay, that's not that's on the a seller, different story. That's on the yeah, buyer. That, yeah, it's yeah. a different story. Yeah, but yeah. just know that if you want to be difficult, not negotiate, and that buyer walks away, guess what? Your 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 demons are going to haunt you because yeah. it's going to come back with the next uh, the next buyer. Whether they offer less, whether they ask for seller assist that maybe the seller the buyer before didn't, or they just give you a hard time and want you to see it done, it's it's going to come back. So so keep it in mind. Okay, and yeah. uh, so that's pretty much it. What we any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, I think the final thought is this, um, you know, since we're talking more to the sellers today, I won't I won't beat the buyers down by just saying buyers don't be greedy with what you're asking for on the home inspection. You know, you do have a right to address safety concerns, which you don't have a right to do is to give a honey do list to the seller of things that you want repaired prior to closing. Um, it's only a chance to take care of a couple of the you know bigger things so that, you know, you're buying and moving into a nice, you know, um, the safe and secure functional home, you know, safe fun exactly exactly sellers uh, i think i'll just reiterate you know don't get your panties in the bunch having negotiations over home inspection is commonplace this last you know year or so with the market being as wildly out of control as it was, that was the exception and not the norm. We are entering back into normal times where our home inspection is going to be part of the transaction. Buyers are going to ask for a few things. Don't be upset. Don't be mad. Don't be offended. This is part of the transaction. And, you know, just calm down think about it with a level head, you know, and, and just kind of work through it. Trust that your agents were leading you in the right direction. Trust that your agents trying to do everything we can to work it out fair and to get you to closing. But at the same time, if, if your agent goes, Hey, 
They're not asking for a whole lot. It could have been a lot worse with what they responded with. You know, no, the sell your your agent's not out against you. No, your agent didn't switch teams and all of a sudden working for the buyer. It's just we've done this enough to know that if a, a buyer's requesting a couple of items, it could have been a lot worse. And offering them these couple of things is not the end of the world. And again, your agent hasn't switched sides and, and all of a sudden started working for the buyer, which is down this road before. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Okay, guys, uh, that's uh, a wrap there on responding to the home ins- inspection. I hope that you guys uh, enjoyed that and got some great um, uh, information. I know that I did. Uh, you can reach out to Jason. He wants to be your personal real estate advisor, not just over, you know, the airwaves here or the uh, internet Wi-Fi waves. He wants to, you know, work with you because at some point you're going to be doing something. You're going to be buying, you're going to be selling, you're going to be doing both something. So reach out to Jason at 412-651-4638 or you could email at jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast.